So Lindsay, what are your two truths and one lie? Okay. So I was a mom at 17. When I first started my business 19 years ago, my credit was so terrible. I couldn't even get a savings account. And I graduated top of my class from college. Welcome to a whole lot of shift podcast, the podcast for multi-passionate women with an entrepreneurial spirit where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you shift away from all the shoulds and supposed tos to what's truly possible for you in your business and your life, all on your own terms. You ready, girl? Let's make shift happen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. I'm your host, Jen Ingram, and I am so excited for today's guest. Today, I've invited Lindsay Wagner onto our podcast, and I am so honored and privileged that she has accepted my request to come on the show. I reached out to her because Lindsay is someone that I know from my gym. We work out together. And she is also someone that I have gotten the opportunity to network with and party with. And we're going to talk more about that. And so I am excited for her to bring all of her knowledge and expertise on social selling to all of you today. So Lindsay, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Jen. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, so Lindsay is a pure romance consultant and she's been doing that for 19 years. You guys, she is, she is amazing. Um, she's really been helping women, um, and empowering them for with all the products that she sells um, to look and feel better in their own skin, which is so important. Um, but I could go on and on of how I know her, but I'm going to let Lindsay introduce herself to the audience and share a little bit about what you do. Sure. So um, like you said, I'm Lindsay Wagner. I've been doing parties now for 19 years. And what I love about Pure Romance is just like you said, we really help to, number one, we really help to get rid of the, just the idea that sexual wellness and sexual health aren't the same thing. And we just give women an opportunity to have a platform in which they can learn more about their bodies, their relationships, and whether they're in a relationship with themselves or somebody else. I always like to say that we're just here to make it better. Yes. What a, and what I've loved when I've gone to, to some of your parties is, you know, everybody kind of shows up and it's almost a little awkward, like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Like, you know, we're all a little giggly, maybe, whatever. And Lindsay just digs right in. We have a blast. I don't think I've been to a party yet where I haven't just laughed hysterically and had the best time. So it's it's truly when she says she has parties, I, they're amazing. They're so much fun. So as you know, if you've been listening to prior episodes, I asked Lindsay before the show if she'd be willing to play two truths and one lie with me, and she has agreed. So I'm super excited. Please, if you're listening, play along because at the end, Lindsay will reveal her two truths and one lie. And I'm super curious for you guys to comment and share what your guesses are. So Lindsay, what are your two truths and one lie? Okay. So I was a mom at 17. When I first started my business 19 years ago, my credit was so terrible. I couldn't even get a savings account. 
And I graduated top of my class from college. That's it. Mm, These are good. Okay. All right. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to have to think on those. Okay. (laughs) On when you say 19 years, I mean, that takes us back. Can you take us back? Like what got you to decide into this niche or I want to, I want to go into a business, not just go get another job. Tell us, take us back to that moment. So when I first started doing this, the main reason I did it is because I was a stay-at-home mom. I had two small kids. And by the time I paid for childcare, I was barely bringing in in enough money to just pay for somebody else to raise my kids, right? Um, So, and my husband Mm -hmm. had a really crazy schedule. So I get invited to this party. I mean, sex is a taboo subject in general, right? Um, I went to a private Christian school growing up. We live in the Bible Belt. And so I remember getting invited to my first party thinking, not a chance, like not going. Then my husband got home (laughs) and he saw the invite and he's like, you should go. So I, (laughs) because like I said, I was a stay-at-home mom, right? So I go to this party, have so much fun. And I'm amazed at two things. Number one, I laughed so much, just like you said, right at the party. It was so fun. It wasn't uncomfortable at all. I left with a bag full of stuff and a mile long wish list of everything I wanted. And I couldn't believe that this woman stood up here with grace and class and in a respectful way, showed us how to love our bodies and ourselves and our relationships more. And so fast forward, I'm standing at Aldi's grocery store. My kids are with me, so I'm already frustrated, let's be honest, right? Mm. And I don't have enough money to pay for groceries. And I just remembered standing there just thinking how angry I was that I was at this place in my life. And it is not how I expected my life to be. And that lady who had conducted the party called me that night. And she said, Lindsay, I know you too. Because she had asked me. She was like, you should do this. Just like all the other party planner people do, right? You'd be so right. good at this. And I was not interested. I didn't want to be in sales. And so she calls me and she's like, we have, a, we have a sale. I know you said money was an issue. If you'd like that to change, I would love to talk more to you about this. And all I could think is it can't get worse than where I am right now. I was so unhappy. Like we were robbing Peter to pay Paul. We were living paycheck to paycheck, barely making it. Like it, it sucked. Like it really sucked. And I was just pissed off and angry. And this was supposed to just start me into being able to make enough money to not worry about taking a calculator to the grocery store and not having that mm. moment happen again, not knowing what it would turn into. So that was my first introduction into understanding or knowing why I would want to do this. And my shift pro, you know, process has happened multiple, multiple times in this journey. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Oh. I, okay. I want to know more about that. I mean, first I want to start with acknowledging, I feel your pain that, you know, I think for those who may have never been there, you (laughs) literally can be at a point where you can't get a checking account, a savings account, 
So it's not like you can go to the, the store with a, a debit card. And of course, places aren't accepting checks. If you do get a check, I mean, it's, it, it's a nightmare. And once you're on that list of a bank not accepting you, it, it's no joke. You're not getting an account. No. <laughs> it's like you and you, oh, it's so difficult. It is just a daunting task. And so literally showing up to the grocery store and, and then, and then it gets embarrassing, right? Like you go to the grocery store and there's food items that you have to either say, well, let's take this off the conveyor belt or that means I can't get this for my kid. Like it's, it's like mentally exhausting. Yeah. I'm going to say it wasn't even about like the embarrassment for other people. It was that my kids didn't understand. You know what I mean? Like they didn't get it. They didn't understand. Mm. I forgot the calculator and I, mom only has so much cash. So they were upset too. Yeah. It was, it was very frustrating. Yeah. Yes. It's so, but you said something that I really, I really like because, you know, if, we hear this a lot, particularly in the, in the service industry, like, your why needs to be really deep and big and but sometimes it takes a while to dig deep enough to understand that why sometimes the why is as simple as all you know is something has to change it has to change there are no other options this opportunity is in front of you and why not yeah that desire to change sometimes is your why <laughs> Um, changed so many times over the last 19 years. So many times. Tell us more about that. So like what, tell us how has, what I'm really curious about, when you say that you've had many other shifts through this journey, do you think the business is what has helped you have those shifts or talk, talk to me a little bit more about that. So I actually think, so the shift for me has happened personally professionally, uh, financially, I mean, all the way around it has happened. So I truly genuinely thought when I first started doing this, like, I think in my head, I, I only was able to be in a certain space with certain types of people. I only was um, worth so much, right? So my personal value and my self-worth and my confidence has been one of my favorite things that I've grown over the years. And I really believe that it's had a lot to do with not only my business, but just my desire to want more for myself. And I've learned so much of this from working with other women and like my the cheerleaders I have in my life that I actually started listening to. I didn't just take it and, and took it as uncomfortable, right? I was like, thank you. Like, thank you for helping to lift me up. But yeah. so I thought that there would be a certain point that I would get in my life where like you would get to the the dream board, right? Your Pinterest board of, of life, right? I would get to right. this point and all of a sudden I'm just going to be happy. And guess what? That is not how life works. Like that is not how this no. works. So for me, that was one of the shifts. It was understanding learning how to be content and where I am and own where I came from and how much I've grown and what I've done and how far we've come, that has been the most powerful shift. I stopped comparing 
my day whatever to somebody else's day 99. I stopped comparing my life to everybody's highlight reel on social media and realized that none of that mattered, right? So for me, I got so focused for a while on the Joneses who nobody wants to be the Joneses. Like the Joneses don't even want to be. No. Right? Right? No one cares about that. So I decided it was time to just learn how to be happy right where I am and that, yes, I'm going to have goals and dreams and desires, but I just want to be a better version of Lindsay. I'm not in competition with anyone else. So my biggest shift, and I think what altered my life and my business the most within the last probably three years has been learning that my only competition is me. Mm. So, yeah. Amen. That's a huge one. Because that imposter syndrome is real. (laughs) It is so real. And and I I appreciate too, you know, what you brought up about on on social media and seeing somebody else's, you know, day ninety nine on social media or or whatever that case is. You know, if this is, you know, somebody who's already experiencing some success in their business, they had a day one, and it's just that you're seeing them at a different point. Yeah, it's it's all a process. Oh man, so many, so many opportunities there. I, I enjoy, you know, you also brought up receiving the, the cheerleading that you get, you know, I think sometimes as women, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest, women can be mean to each other. Like we, we like just nasty. Okay. We have like the, these standards that even we can't live up to. So it's funny why in the world we ever expect that another woman is going to live to some sort of imaginary standard. I'm not quite sure, but, but we do it right. Like we compare, oh, she's doing that with her kids. Oh, I would never <laughs> like, it's just, and so first even experiencing what it's like to just have a group of women who support you and are there to cheer you on and grow with you is is huge but learning how to receive that from other women that's big yeah it is well just receiving it in general because i mean i jen you hit the nail on the head like just being able to receive love from others can be hard for people anyways, especially mm-hmm. if they struggle with their confidence and self-worth. But at the end of the day, I think what I've learned after working with women for so long, and by the way, when I first started my business, I didn't have girlfriends. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have girlfriends. I, I, you know, th- that was not a thing. And so I was terrified because I was like, like growing up, most of my friends were guys because there wasn't the cattiness, the drama. And, you know, I had a big brother. I didn't know what it was like to have sisters. And now I'm literally surrounded by women 24 seven. Like I joke all the time that I heard cats and and it's so true. (laughs) Here's what I've learned the most about women and what all we want, right? What I've learned is when women are 
pushing their feelings, their thoughts, their opinions onto other women or making other women think that they're judging them, it all boils down to one thing. And that is they don't feel good about themselves, right? So they have their own personal issues that they're dealing with and they're going through and their demons. And none of us have any idea what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes. And so we assume things and we say things not in, I don't think any woman walks around going, oh, I hope that bitch fails. Like, I don't think anybody does that. Right. But there are some girls that get that mean girl stigma. And I think they get that because they are so insecure. And, and I, you know what, I, I get it. And I understand because there was a point in my life, I was there too. You know, I still, every, every human being on the planet struggles with insecurities sometime in their life. And so it's learning to stop listening to that insecure child in your head that is lying to you and understand that that girl giving you RBF, right. Or, or looking you up (laughs) and down. She just needs to meet me probably, or, (laughs) or you smile. She needs a party. Yes. She needs some pheromones or, or some good vibrations <laughs> in her life, right? Yes, she does. And so I, that's what I do. I smile at everyone. I don't care what look you have on your face. I believe that if we can have more women uplift other women and more men doing the same thing, like just in general, mm. that's the kind of movement that I want to see happen is that good vibrations, you know, just passing that along. That's what it's about. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I remember when I was learning how to make that switch from, well, that must be nice to, oh my God, if she's doing it, it means I could too. So thank you. Thank you for showing all the other women what else is possible. Yeah. And be a cheerleader. Like, like just be, yes. Like maybe she worked harder than you did. Maybe she put more hours in the day than you did. Like, that's what it is about. Because there's so many people, like, especially in this business, there are women who are personally doing, you know, like they're doing so much in personal sales. One, two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars in personal sales themselves. We have a woman who has done over a million dollars in personal sales. Guess what? She works harder. And I look at them and I'm like, I will be your biggest cheerleader because good for yes. you. Yes. Good for you. That's what it should be. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I love that. So tell us a little bit, you know, I, I think that there's some stigmas too I know, that I hear from people about, well, social selling. Well, oh my gosh, is this the group of women that end up in my DMs? And I'm like, I don't think Lindsay's ended up in my DM unless I asked her to, but just tell me a little bit about that. Like, how do you build, how did you get over those kind of repeated objections as you were trying to build your business? What'd you have to tell yourself? I'm really curious. Yeah. So That was a really big struggle for me at at the beginning because I didn't, like I said it earlier on, I didn't want to be that party party planner stalker lady, right? Because you're right, that is Mm -hmm. that we think about, right? So instead, here's what I thought of. The way I look at it is, 
I fell in love with this business because I know how many lives it can change because it changed mine. And if it's a taboo subject and everyone has a relationship, like I said, whether it's with themselves or someone else, and especially women not learning how to love themselves and their bodies and just get in touch with their sexy side and just owning it and owning who you are and what you have and loving every inch of it, I decided that I had a gift and that it was my job to share that gift with other women. And some will, some won't, and it's okay. And if you tell me no, I'm the girl in your DM that will say, no worries, girl, and I give you a smiley face or a thumbs up because it may be no right now, but maybe later on because I treated you the way I would want to be treated because I build yes. relationships and rapport and I try my best to get to know my clients on a more personal level, I want them to trust, love, and respect me. That's what I want. And so that's what I really work on. I'm real. I'm genuine. I am a shit yes. show 90% of the time. <laughs> right? Because I'm not perfect and I'm not going to be, and I don't want to be. Like those are really high standards. And so I, I yeah. don't want that. I want it. I want to be relatable. So what I did yes. do is I'm sharing a gift. And if I look at this as a way for me to help other people, yes, it helps me too. But how many lives can I change? How many relationships can I save or end if it's not in a good place? Right? So that right. is how I feel. That's how I feel. Because I have a gift. And if you believe in what you do and you believe in your products yes. or whatever it may be, that's all you're doing is you're offering up a gift to somebody else. Yes. No. And you, you do such a good job of, of helping women do that and learning how to love themselves. You know, if we hear all this, oh, I can't, I can't find love. I don't feel loved. I'm telling you, love yourself more. Oh my gosh. I remember like one of the first parties that I went to of yours and you were t just sharing some information about some of the bot, the um, body products, like the lotions and the, oh, my mind just went like in the oils. And, and at first I was like, oh, you know, do you know how much lotion I have at home, Lindsay? I don't need any. And you were like, okay, well, I'm just telling you, like, just try this. I was like, okay, you know, maybe I'll try it. And it was so funny. Like you warned me at the party that I was going to be walking around, like feeling on myself. And what's really funny is like, I'll take a shower and then, and I don't know why I do this, but I'll take a shower and then go to the gym, which I realize doesn't make any sense, but just work with me here. <laughs> I take a shower, then I'll look to the gym. Well, and not thinking like, you know, I will put my lotion and my oil on after the shower. I'm like walking into the gym, feeling all over myself. Cause I'm like, I smell so good. You guys can't smell me right now. I smell so good. <laughs> <laughs> but it what it reminds me of is exactly what you share at your parties and this is this is why i really wanted to ask you the question of how you get through these stigmas because even going to your parties you really just share a lot of information and share about you know what what we can experience when something like is soft on our skin and how we can love ourselves more and and appreciate our body and so many things yeah. one of the other things that I've noticed 
because I've, I've been to several of your parties, but your Facebook group is incredible. And I'm definitely, before the end of the show, we're going to be sharing some information about that because you guys have got to get into Lindsay's Facebook group. But the engagement from all the ladies in your group is so high. And, and I have to say, and I've never felt, even though, you know, this is the other thing too. Like I got into that group and I was like, oh my God, I know some of these people from the gym. Like, should I comment on what I'm like? I don't know. And then I was like, you know what? If they're commenting, then I might as well comment because what's it matter now? Right. You know, but the engagement is so good. What is some of your tips about just building that kind of community? Well, so first and foremost, I make sure that I'm very clear that it's a private group, right? So it's a private group. It is lane mm. only, and it is meant to be a safe space for you to be able to hear about amazing products, information. It's not even just product driven. We have an, a, like an ex extensive amount of sexual health research and development certification, yes. everything. And so I share a lot of that. And so I let them know this is a safe space. And if you're in here, it's because you want to learn more about it. You want to purchase it, or you just want to be a fly on the wall of a really fun group where we normalize the fact that everyone is having sex, whether it's with themselves or someone else, right? It's just about yeah. the fact that you're doing it. And I also like j just to kind of go back and piggyback of what you were talking about earlier. I try to make sure that I say to women all the time, if you don't love you, how on mm. earth do you expect anyone else to, right? So that's exactly what I try to set in that group. And um, women know that they have the ability to comment openly in the group ask questions if they want to. I do give them the option. I have that um, group setting, which nobody has used so far, by the way, but they can comment and or post anonymously. So if they want to be private or stay, you know, incognito, they can. And then there are some women who do choose to just private message me, but they know it is a private group where their privacy is at the top of my level of customer service that I give to people. Like, just like you, Jen, like when I see you at the gym, yeah. I'm not like, hey girl, how's, how are those products? <laughs> there are products with other people, but I never will because that would be breaking your trust right. that I already earned, right? So I am very, very right. much about making it a safe place for them. And it's fun, like yeah. make sure there's fun stuff in it there. Is. There is so much fun stuff and you do, you share so much just information, sexual health information that, that I agree. Like we let's, let's get rid of some of the stigmas around talking about that. It's, it's great. One of the things I noticed you had posted a bunch of statistics the other day and I saw that the platform that your group is on tried to fact check it. And oh, I just God. laughed and I thought, <laughs> I thought, I want to know what IT guy yeah. fact-checked Lindsay's information. <laughs> yes. Also, I'm like, what an angry little elf. Like, what? If <laughs> right? you're fact-checking, clearly you're probably single. <laughs> and again, you Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. That was my exact thought. I was like... Are they really fact checking this? Okay. Well, next thing they're going to be mansplaining to us. What we're just 
man. So, okay, I got a little a little sidetrack, but you guys, okay, I'm going to be sure to share. Uh, we'll talk about it at the end, but also I'll be putting in the show notes information on how to get in touch with Lindsay because you guys will have to get into her Facebook group. It's It's so much fun. Thank you. So I do want to make sure that I, I have enough time. So I'm trying to get us back now. Two truths and one lie. Okay. So let me think. Okay. So you said, okay, tell me the three again. Okay. So I was a mom at 17. I, when I first started my business, my credit was so bad. I couldn't even get a savings account. And I graduated top in my class from college. I feel like all of those could potentially be true. Because first of all, I'm like, how have you been in business 19 years? I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I think that, I don't know. And you're so freaking smart too. You couldn't. Okay. I'm going to say that the the credit thing is true, that that you struggled with getting a savings account. I think that one is true. Um, I will fully admit that's somewhat biased because that was me at one point in time as well. That is correct. Yeah, that one is true. Yeah. Oh, it's it's rough. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, fun fact though. I literally fast yeah. forward 19 years later. Now my credit is almost perfect. Oh. So. so amazing. Yes, it is. So amazing. Oh, uh, right. Okay. So then the other, th I'm going to say you would have had to have been young in business 19 years. I'm going to say that you did have your first kid at 17. You're correct. I did. <gasps> Those are the two truths. Okay. But you went to college. I bet you not. You did not? I, I did thought you not. did. No. So I actually, so I went to a private Christian school and I got mm -hmm. very, very young. So I dropped out basically and I got mm. my GED and I did not go on to college because I had a baby. Okay. But you know what? More proof to all those little superficial check boxes that society tells us are the only things that make us successful is bullshit why i made that my lie <laughs> not to take away at all from anyone no chooses to go to college but i remember growing up thinking and this was my mindset and what i grew out of thank god right i thought that in order to be successful in life and make really great money you had to be a college grad like you that was part of the thing you had to go to college and and i was here yep. as a teenage mom dropped out got a ged and i wasn't going to amount to anything and look mm. at how, like it just makes you realize that hard work determination work ethic and not caring about other people's opinions helps you to live life so that's what we did. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's, that's a good one. I really, I, cause yeah, I suffered with that. You want to talk about imposter syndrome. I mean, I suffered with that for so long. I have like three degrees and, 
And if you ask me if I think I need any of them, no. No. But in my mind, there was no way I was ever going to be able to do anything. I mean, you know, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's so powerful. Okay. So Lindsay, tell us how can, um, how can people find you and get in touch with you? Well, I'm pretty much on all the things, um, but I, so I'm on Facebook. My favorite place for you to find me is definitely in my private VIP page. Um, and so I do have the link that, that we can share with you guys. Um, I am, it's uh, Lindsay Wagner. I have a public profile. So if you just search Facebook for pure romance, Lindsay Wagner, I have a uh, just regular profile. I'm on Instagram. I do have a YouTube cha- channel as well. And it's where I do snippets and videos explaining what products we carry and a little bit more about the business uh, for ladies who want to do something like this. And then, of course, my website. So those are the places they can find me. Awesome. Okay. And um, I'll be sure and share those in the show notes as well so that you guys can go and um, and follow follow Lindsay because I got to tell you, it's it's a blast. And even if, you know, I still would encourage you to go and find Lindsay on whatever platform you are on. Because again, what she provides to the world isn't necessarily about products. I mean, she's really out here being one of our cheerleaders. So I definitely encourage you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. Yes. A hundred percent. And thank you for having me. And I'm just going to say ditto to everything you've said. Guys, if you're listening to this, Jen is probably one of my favorite humans. I I love you dearly. I so appreciate having you in my life. I'm glad I got to meet you and I applaud you for starting this podcast and doing everything you do to help others too. So thank you, Jen Ingram. You're amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just, I mean, I can't, when you're passionate about just sharing such a positive message, it's just, you know, and, and then I get to meet people like you, like, it's just, we just start getting drawn to each other. Like, oh, yes, it's so good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for joining in on another episode of a whole lot of shift. I hope that you were able to gain some incredible takeaways today um, as we talked through with Lindsay and going through her experience in 19 years of work in her business. And please be sure if you liked what you listened to today, be sure to subscribe and follow along. And don't forget to comment if you're catching this on YouTube or any other platform comment with what you thought the two truths and one lie was. I would love to hear. And until next time, please keep making shift happen. Hey, shifters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. If you heard something today that inspired you or resonated with you, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review to help others as well. Your review helps me give as much motivation and inspiration as I possibly can. And don't forget, you can catch all the outtakes, bonuses, special live stream interviews, and much more over at A Whole Lot of Shift Facebook group. Until next time, keep making shift happen.